Pedders' new world-first vehicle weight matrix software. Know your weight at pedders.com.au. Yeah, Michael Innes, Mr. Fox Sports, we call him. He's all over our TVs uh, and in our ears. Welcome to the show, Michael Innes. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Nice intro, Marsh. That was fantastic. <laughs> I could have gone on about winning a premiership with the Sharks and playing with the Broncos and Newcastle and the Dragons. And Who else did you play for, Mick? It's really the amount of clubs that I played for. <laughs> 274 games of the finals, although I am uh, a little bit interested in what Mr Fox Footy is all about, or Mr Fox Sports is all about. Is that a calendar that's coming out, Mick, that you're going to be gracing the covers of, Mr August, perhaps? Corey's driving. Corey Parker's driving the idea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves um, getting the rig out, doesn't he, Corey? Loves loves the shirt off, yeah. yeah. No, loves getting the gear off and has done for a long time. So uh, not a lot's changed in retirement for, for Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about him, Mick. Uh, Storm, Roosters, Rabbitohs, no yep. points uh, between them and all in contention for this minor premiership. Uh, the Melbourne have been dominant for the last decade when it comes to, um, you know, the the grand final. Uh, can they do it without Cooper Cronk and is he going to do it for the Roosters? Well, to be honest, Marsh, I mean, it's been the one position that they really haven't settled on, uh, the Melbourne Storm throughout the season. As, as much as they've scraped, kicked and fought their way to the top of the ladder, they really have done it uncharacteristically. They've dropped a lot of football this year, um, but their defence has been as, as strong as ever. Um, and, and to think that they're, you know, leading the competition right now, as we speak, is phenomenal. Um, huge night for them last night. Uh, I mean, I, I got the sense that, you know, it was going to be either possibly, you know, obviously the, the Roosters, South, or, or Dragons, or Penrith, uh, possibly the Sharks that played Melbourne, but I thought Melbourne would be there. But last night, I mean, you need to go into a final series with all your big guns firing. They lose Cameron Smith. Um, I, I don't know for how long. Solomona injured. Bunavalu injured. Um you know, young Brandon Smith, uh, who would have debutised, obviously, for, for Cameron Smith. If he, was out, uh, he got injured, and then yeah, I think Will Chambers will get suspended. I really do. I thought his tackle last night didn't go on report, but it won't be missed by the match with Mitty. So some big issues for the Storm. Um, the Rabbitohs have, have hit the skids, you know, since they put in that five-star performance against Melbourne. So they need to find some form, and their coach looked um, anything but himself in that uh, press conference um, on Thursday night, given what's you know transforming in this coaching circus, and I just get the feeling all the cards are falling into place for the Roosters. I really do. Kiri will be back for the finals. Cronk's uh, firing, as you mentioned, Marsh, and you know the, the the guys like Latrell Mitchell and Tedesco have just brought so much confidence out of the Origin campaign. Latrell Mitchell, unreal. You know, young kid, uh, like you said, he had a phenomenal, whatever that word is, (laughs) phenomenal uh, state of origin series, you know, and like you said, the Roosters are set to look like uh, minor premiership winners, for me anyway. Uh, But you mentioned Mm -hmm. top three Rabbitohs there, and they went down to the Broncos uh, on Thursday night, and the Broncos came out with a statement to make after the turmoil that they uh, have been through in the last week, or the last several weeks, really. Um, And you mentioned the coaching carousel there. What a nightmare. Yeah, it's been a disaster, hasn't it? I mean, we, we all should be focusing on the football, but just given the you know the legislations and the guidelines around, you know, how you can and can't poach coaches or, you know, their you know, their standings in the game of when they can, you know, look to move on and just everything that's going on, to be honest, with them at the moment. Uh, it's been a real distraction for, for everyone. I mean it's obviously a, a hot topic in amongst the media, so plenty for us to talk about, but I just got the sense we showed it, uh, the vision of Wayne Bennett walking into Suncorp Stadium on 
Thursday night, and he just looked like he just looked like that Clint Eastwood that we know, that gunslinger, stony-faced old fight. fella. <laughs> yeah, he was ready to rock and roll, and, and you know, given the fact that you know everything that was being said about this young you know coach who's still in only his first season, and well, Anthony Subal's done a terrific job at South Sydney to put them where they are. Mm. It is his first season. This guy's got a wealth of experience, and he showed it. Um, in, in the way the Broncos were prepared, they absolutely dominated South Sydney the other night. And I thought the resilience to fight back once South got back to 18-all after they led 18-0, the Broncos, was a huge sign that the players are still invested in their coach. Hey, Mick, you would have seen the press conference yesterday of Paul White, and you mentioned that Wayne Bennett looking like Clint Eastwood. I reckon he's more Clint Eastwood in Grand Torino, just a very grumpy old man sitting on his porch at the moment, not getting his own way as things happen around him that he's not in control of. What's your take, having been, spent time at the club, seeing what the club's trying to do now and, and where they're at at the moment? How have you seen it from the outside looking in? Oh, from the outside looking in, I don't think Wayne will be there uh, next year. I mean, I know Paul White's still standing there saying that Wayne will coach the side in, in 2019. I just don't think that'll be the case. I think we'll, we'll see, you know, this circus of coaches really kick into gear once October comes around. And um, I just hope that, you know, look, Wayne Bennett's a, a polarising figure. You, you love him or hate him. And, you know, he, he played a huge role in, in my career. And I just hope that given the success that, he has brought to, you know, one of the biggest sporting clubs in Australia, uh, probably along with Collingwood down in the AFL. They are the two biggest organisations. And I, you know, some of my great memories of either playing at the Broncos or watching the Broncos uh, from afar was seeing the way they sent off their champions. Obviously, Mano's husband, Corey, um, a 300-gamer, Darren Lockyer, another Shane Webke, another, the, the list goes on. And these guys were given the exit that they deserve. And, you know, r- regardless of, um, egos or whatever the situation is up there at Brisbane at the moment, I just hope that Wayne, if he isn't there next year, um, gets the opportunity you know, to get the send-off that he deserves. Mick, you were widely regarded as probably the greatest pest that's ever played the game, and I know you uh, took pride in that, and uh, <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great title to have, and uh, I'm just wondering now that you look at the current crop of players who's out there, who, who do you think that you've passed the mantle on to? Who do you see, because you watch every game of rugby league, who do you see now that's really taking that pest mantle and running with it to the next level? Well, it was a tough baton to get off Corey, but I, but I wrestled it off him in the early days of Brisbane. Uh, uh, look, I, look, I mean, Josh Reynolds was, he was in fine for, we just can't keep him on the field at the moment, so we're, we're missing his entertainment at the mm. West Tigers. Josh McGuire has done a good job this year to, to put himself into that category. Bit of hair pulling. Uh, Bit of hair pulling, yeah. What's that? Look, my old mate Paul Gallon, he's, he's, he's a veteran. <laughs> And the one that goes unnoticed is the famous Cameron Smith. Oh, yeah, the he's the best at it too, isn't he? Well, he just it just goes under the radar. Unnoticed. He just, he's done a very good job at it for a very long time, and <laughs> we uh, we all yeah, we all sit back in awe. To be well, honest. Well, that's very high praise indeed. It's like uh, when Tiger Woods judges the next crop of golfers coming through. This is a man that knows his pest work. Golfers, I thought you were going to say something else there. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad spot to leave it on, Mick Ennis. 274 NRL games now. Mr. Uh, Fox League, as Margot pointed out. Thanks very much for chatting to us on the Dead Set Legends. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Catch them Saturday mornings from 10 on Triple M. And if you missed the show, catch up with just a tap on the Triple M app. Brought to you by Pedder's Weight Matrix. See pedders.com.au.